Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of What the Chell, your friendly neighborhood, non-misogynistic hockey podcast. We are your hostesses. I'm Haley. And I'm Natalia. And we're very excited to be back for another episode. This is going to be a packed episode, so we're just going to jump right into it. <laughs> yeah, and this week has been insane in the NHL, which n- neither of us thought was going to happen. Yeah, no, Because of the All-Star all. break, but... Lots of trade news, so we're going to dive right in. All right, here we are. So the Caps have signed Sonny Milano for a three-year contract and Dylan Strom for a five-year contract, which, like, this is the move. These were both such good pickups. <laughs> uh, Caps Nation is absolutely stoked about it, and so is Dylan Strom. He made a post, I think, on his Instagram story, and he was like, staying in D.C., hell yeah, gonna be awesome. Like, he was so excited about it, so. <laughs> Love that for him. The feeling is mutual, Dylan Strom. <laughs> in other trade news, we have what we like to call the Bo-Bo-Bo trade. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and uh, fair warning, Natalia's gonna rant for a while, so buckle up, babes. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> um, most of you guys, I'm sure, know by now that Bo Horvat was traded for Anthony Beauvillier, Atu Ratu, and a protected 2023 first-round draft pick. Um, the Isles also signed Horvat to an eight-year, $8.5 million contract on Sunday. As for the way I feel about it, <laughs> I'm so sad. I think those of you who know me personally, and even those of you who follow me on Twitter, probably know that Bo is one of my favorite Isles players. Um, he's someone that I've loved watching since the beginning when I became an Isles fan, and I really have loved seeing his dynamic and friendship with Matt Barzell over the years. Um, that being said, I kind of had a feeling that this day would come pretty soon, but I still wasn't nearly as mentally prepared for it as I would have liked to have been. Uh, yeah, no, we we were FaceTiming when the news broke, And we were just having a conversation and Nat just stops and goes, shut up, (laughs) shut up right now. And I was like, what, what, what? I thought it was going to be something exciting about like Taylor Swift or something. And she was (laughs) like, Anthony Beauvillier was traded. And she got really emotional about it. So I was kind of like her therapist for a little bit while she processed this news. (laughs) Highly recommend getting a podcast co-host who also doubles as your emotional support. (laughs) (laughs) Aw. Aw. Wholesome. <laughs> and um, I feel like, I mean, if you were that upset, I can't even imagine, like, how upset the some of the players must have been, oh. like, on both teams. Because, like, yeah. they had already played their last game with Horvat on the Canucks and Beauvillier and Ratu on the Islanders. And, like, they had no idea. Yeah. It's such a bummer. And I, it's kind of nice, and we'll touch on it in a little while about um Horvat and Pedersen because they kind of got a last hurrah at the all-star game but like Bo and Barzal have been friends since the beginning they've been playing on the aisles with each other since the start of their career and yeah. like their last game is done Ugh. which is so sad that's so heartbreaking Bo's last point as an islander was an assist on Matt's OT winner which oh was stop very sweet oh stop but- we love that I'm gonna cut the sappiness <laughs> and share my <laughs> thoughts on the trade um like I touched on before, I I kind of felt like Bo was going to be on the move. Um, I didn't realize that it was going to happen so soon, but I had a feeling it was going to happen this season because he just hasn't been having the best year. But um, 
to me, like, trading away Ratu, who's a really solid young player that's already started to show so much potential, um, as well as that first-round pick in a draft that's so deep, it doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, like, it I seems just... like it was really hasty. Like, yeah. just, it was, it felt very out of left field. Yeah, it really did, didn't it? And, I like, I know that Isles fans have really been wanting a solid player to play alongside Barzell. Um, but the weird thing to me is that we moved him to wing and we have Josh Bailey. No offense, Josh Bailey, but I don't really know why he's being played on the wing on the first line. I don't really get it. I mean, when was the last time Josh Bailey even scored? Like, you know, why is he on first line wing? Like, <laughs> Haley, I couldn't tell you. I, he needs to go. If anybody needs to go with Josh Bailey, I'm sorry. I think everybody already knew that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. This is not new news. <laughs> um, as for the contract, I like Horvat. I think he's a good dude. I think he's a solid player. And to be honest, I'm really glad he's an Islander. I think he fits in personality-wise. Yeah. But that being said, there's really just no way of knowing how a player is going to fit in with your team system until he's there on the ice. Mm-hmm. And... I think everybody knows that the Isles have a really defensive playing style, even now that Barry Trotz is gone. And I know it's slightly less defensive than it once was, but it's still defensive. And from what I know about Horvat, he isn't super solid defensively. So I'm I'm really hoping that him starting to play with the Islanders isn't going to like identify some gaps that we wouldn't have seen before when he played with the Canucks. Um, oh, okay, yeah. That being said, I also just don't really love the terms for a 27-year-old guy. I think they signed him for too long and for too much. Yeah, I feel like he's already 27. An eight-year contract puts him at what, like 35? 35. Yeah. And wow. like I he's on pace for 50 goals this season, which is fantastic. Okay. Like that's but that's a career peak for him. Yeah. Um even if he somehow plays this way for maybe the next three or so seasons, we'll take a shot in the dark there you're still risking it with the next five. Like, he's simply not going to play the same way that he's playing now without any decline until he's 35. No, it's just not, no, there's It's no not way. possible. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think there's a lot of players in the NHL who were doing exactly what Horvat can do, and they're doing it for a lot less. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. First game's tonight. <laughs> right. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully it plays out amazingly, and... Horvat's an Islander for a long time, so I hope he can bring something to the table. I really do. Yeah. I mean, Caps are on their break right now. We don't play till the 11th, so I'm excited to watch the Isles tonight and see how Horvat I'm smiling does. so big because I've turned you into a Ducks fan already, and I think I might be turning you into an Isles fan, too. Mm, I don't think I need three teams, but... Yeah, okay. I mean, fair. <laughs> I, fair. Just want, I just want to see Horvat play because I've honestly never watched him play because I'm not going to watch the Canucks. <laughs> like, no offense. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, so I'm interested to see how that dynamic works. You know, I wasn't I wasn't going to say that I would ever start watching the Canucks, but now Anthony Bavillier is over there and I feel like I kind of I kind of want to see him play. At least you have family connected with the Canucks. My they uncle can keep is- you updated cheesing from ear to ear i can tell you right now because he never thought that there would be a day when i said i was going to watch the canucks and the day has come he's you just made his whole life yeah i think i might have you're welcome (laughs) 
Okay, so we are going to jump right into our silly little hockey topic for the week, which, of course, surprise, is the All-Star Weekend. <laughs> we know. It's shocking. Um, so we're going to start with the skills competition. I, I think we should <laughs> address the elephant in the room right off the bat. We all know it really sucked. <laughs> it was a hot mess. It was, yeah. it was just, like, it was organized really strangely. Like, I don't know why they broke up the events. Like, why did we start Fastest Skater and then watch Mitch Marner's breakaway goal and then, like, watch people play golf? Like, <laughs> what Someone is on going Twitter, on? like, made a joke that Mitch Marner's breakaway challenge was just so bad that they had to change the event entirely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was cracking up. Oh, no. I mean, okay. Sarah Nurse and Sergei Ovechkin like, <laughs> carried the whole thing, and they aren't even in the NHL. Like Them and, like, hockey Twitter were the only entertaining aspects. Hockey Twitter was so entertaining on Friday night. And then Trevor Zegers decided to tweet a sleep emoji, and everybody went crazy for it because it was so freaking funny. Like, leave it to him to be the one of the best parts about the game when he wasn't even there absolutely <laughs> iconic trevor zegras is such an icon <laughs> yeah it that was... was so shady but i love it so much the entire thing was a roller coaster from start to finish yeah yeah definitely I... don't think it's a roller coaster i would go on again <laughs> <laughs> prefer not to yeah it was i mean there were some like kind of wholesome. like cute wholesome moments there were lots of kids out on the ice with their their family members which was really really so cute. cute um and then like sergey ovechkin was just like the superstar of the weekend <laughs> like he was taking pictures with all these players and he did they like put him up on the little like media stand and like oh, interviewed him and sergey and Ilya sorokin became like a pair for the ages like oh i feel like sorokin almost became the like built-in babysitter whenever ovi was busy yeah and ovi like joked in an interview that uh sorokin was a better babysitter than kaprizov (laughs) (laughs) and sorokin and sergey i think both have russian as their first language so i'm sure they connected on that level too like you know all these other players speak english and sergey can't communicate with them as well so i'm sure that was really special for him sergey was honestly like the asg mvp quite frankly <laughs> like <laughs> he is just he seems like such a fun kid like he he has such a good personality and like kid can skate like oh he's yeah gonna be oh he's got star. skill yeah it's like foreshadowing for like what the 2036 all-star game <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> we're just getting a little taste of it now i saw a tweet that was like after the, his breakaway challenge, it was like, Sergei Ovechkin is now 893 goals behind Wayne Gretzky or Stop. whatever. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my gosh. Kid's well on his way. Yeah. There were also some, like, weird things that happened. Like, besides it being organized weirdly, I feel like players were forgotten. Like, there were players that didn't oh, compete yeah. in any challenges. Like, our boy Troy Terry... They wasn't just in anything. screwed the entire Western Conference because I think there were a couple other players, and I'm pretty sure Horvat didn't participate, and neither did Carlson. Like, hmm. 
why are is there a coincidence here why is it all the the western conference i don't know i don't know but it's rude like come on don't invite them and then not let them participate there's plenty of challenges to participate in yeah i mean they definitely could have had like more fastest skaters or more hardest shots like i don't know that's weird the entire thing was just so odd (laughs) yeah we're we're gonna we're gonna cover a few highlights of the skills competition and like emphasis on few yeah (laughs) things that like just stood out to us i i don't want to say highlights because they're not all necessarily good (laughs) but just things that kind of stood out to us um because it was i mean it wasn't much to write home about like (laughs) it's so funny because like nobody looked like they wanted to be there except for Ilya Sorokin, who's just a bundle of sunshine like of course he was going to be thrilled to be there but we weren't thrilled to watch it either (laughs) no not at all um i did like the splash shot event oh yeah that was fun that was new it was very on brand for a florida all-star game all of the challenges were really on brand they really stuck to the south florida theme (laughs) really well um i just thought it was like it was kind of like a fun way to showcase shooting accuracy because you know they had to hit all those targets down all the surfboards and like mckinnon was embarrassing he did (laughs) so bad but then kale mccarr comes in and does it in 18 seconds um and then they put i i don't remember who it was they put in a a goalie in like a sturkin oh was it (laughs) yeah they put sturkin in a shooting accuracy challenge and i was like whose idea okay (laughs) like let's put troy terry in that like yeah I, I, okay. I mean, I really have nothing to add here, guys, but I think Adam Fox looked like, like a millennial dad on a cruise. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really hope he left that, like, wide-brimmed hat in Florida, because it, it the, does not need it to It was be the hat there. and the shorts, and I think he was wearing, like, a short sleeve button-up. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He looked like such a tacky tourist. I think one thing I learned this weekend is that, like, most NHL players do not know how to dress. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I know. And I know some people always say like, oh, I kind of hope that one day we, you know, stop making them wear suits before games because I feel like it'd be really cool to see their style. This weekend taught me that that's not <laughs> that's... something we should do. <laughs> no. Let's stick with the suits, boys. You yeah, look, we you like look good in a suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Moving on to the Tendi tandem, which I was really stoked about. Yeah, it sounded so cool. I still don't know what it is. <laughs> no. I I was trying to explain to my husband because he missed it. I was trying to explain to him what happened. And I was explaining it. And I was like, blah, 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 I think. And like, <laughs> they did this, maybe. And he was like, so what actually happened? I have no idea. Not Didn't a dang you. clue. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The Central took it overall, and I'm not really sure how. Um. Of course, we have to take the opportunity to point out our queen, Sarah Nurse, who scored a beautiful goal and then acted like it was nothing. She, like, yawned. Like, she was like, she's, <laughs> oops, did I just do oops, that? Oops, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she played, she paid um, homage to Peter Forsberg and scored an amazing goal. Yeah, that was, that was the highlight of Tendi Tandem. Otherwise. That was the highlight of the whole skills competition, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, I think we could say that. She has a fair shot of taking the number one spot of the skills competition. Sarah Nurse being the highlight of our lives. Nothing else is new. Big surprise. (laughs) Who's surprised? Nobody. (laughs) Um, And then we had the pitch and puck as another new event this year. 
which was like golf meets hockey. Like it was pretty much just watching people golf, but with pucks and sticks instead of clubs and balls. It was bad. Like when I when I watched the National Hockey League <laughs> skills competition, I'm not here to watch golf. No, hey, like I'm very confused about hockey Twitter and this general spear because it seems like they actually really liked this, and I don't know why. Couldn't tell you. Like, you know that there's something wrong when the most exciting event in the All-Star game is golf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was... I don't know. It was... And then Nick Suzuki won, which is cool, but he, like, won Chipotle for a year or something, I think. But there's no Chipotle in Quebec, so I don't know what he's supposed to do with that. There's going to be a lot of players in the league who are going to be, like, hitting him up so that they can have Chipotle, too. Yeah, right. Like, Chipotle <laughs> is widely loved in the NHL. <laughs> I just, I mean, they they stuck with the Florida theme with this one. Yeah. And, like, I, I know that there's, like, a big crossover between hockey fans and golf fans for some reason. Yeah. Like, there was this... A lot of players liked playing golf, too. Yeah. There was a video of the Caps... And the question was, like, if you weren't a hockey player, what would you be? And I literally think they cut them all together. I think, like, eight of them said, I'd be a golfer. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I, I guess it's growing up in rich suburban America. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd, I feel I like know. some of the skills kind of cross over. Yeah. Like, hand-eye coordination is really important. I don't play golf. I'm not helpful here. Okay. I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> it was fine on to the very climactic breakaway challenge <laughs> she says dripping with sarcasm <laughs> i think as if we didn't need to make it more obvious that we need players with big personalities cough cough like trevor zegris <laughs> i texted Haley and i she wrote it down in our in our notes that i said that's what happens when you don't invite trevor zegris to the event that was made for him <laughs> i stand by it absolutely I mean, I don't know. that being said, like, Kachuk was absolutely snubbed by the one judge that gave him a two. I don't know what that was about. Who were who who, the judges? No, I didn't know a single one of them. Like, what are their qualifications to judge? I don't know. Can we goals? get people with, like, slightly better qualifications? Like, maybe two girls who run a really cool hockey podcast? I don't know. Just an idea. Yeah. Invite us to the game next year. We'll we'll judge. We won't give Kachuk a two. Yeah, I would. That would be incredible. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's at least get some people that are, like, in the hockey space yeah. to judge these things. I don't know what that – I don't know. So we're going to give our breakaway challenge rankings. Which really aren't that hard to rank this, this year. No. Um, number four, our worst one – was mitch marner <laughs> i mean he he looked cool like his outfit yeah. was nice nice skates those fancy oh yeah the skates were really skates. cool it was like supposed to be miami vice themed but it was just like so lame and he missed <laughs> so yeah like, i mean dude showed up in a white suit and called it a breakaway challenge yeah no, not not it. enough <laughs> i expected better because he's like a he has like a fun personality yeah he does like i really expected better from mitchie but it is what it is then there was pasta i think he comes in number three we love um, pasta his was like happy gilmore themed which neither of us have seen but he committed to it yeah. Pasta's a fun guy 
Adam Sandler commented on it and said he loved it. It so, must have been good. I just yeah. don't know the movie at all. Yeah, neither do I. But <laughs> good for pasta. Yeah. It's not a surprise that he came in with some personality. Yeah, of course. I was really hoping he'd do something Barbie girl themed. But... Oh my gosh, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Um, and then there was um, Ovi and Crosby teamed up. And I wasn't sure what to expect with well, yeah. Ovi and Crosby teaming up. I thought maybe they were going to kind of make it like a rivalry thing. Like, I don't know. But then Sergey came out and my Aww. heart just fluttered. I literally, I think I literally went, oh, Sergey. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise, Sergey stole the show again. Absolutely. I mean, you can't not love a four-year-old with hockey skills. And he got a perfect score. so As he should. Our little king. Yeah. And then our number one, um, which was not the number one in the actual competition, but we think should be it number should have one, been. Yeah. Uh, was Kachuk with his beach theme. He had a lifeguard. He had his brother sitting out there on his lounge chair. <laughs> like, he had it all. He committed to that. And he, like, dribbled is that the right term dribbled the puck on his stick he like work the puck up and down on his stick he threw it up in the air he caught it in his bucket hat and then he shot the hat and made the goal shooting a hat into the net will always be the move and i want one of those bucket hats so bad yeah, they so were if nice. anybody has a hookup on that bucket hat hit your girl up <laughs> Yeah, his his goal was fun. It was, like, a lot of style. It was, like, yeah. a little bit silly, but still just, like, showcasing some good hockey skills, which I feel like is what I want the breakaway to be about anyway. I feel like it's just the perfect opportunity to show skill that you won't normally see in a game. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, they fumbled the bag. Yeah. A few of them fumbled the bag. Like, it, yeah. it really wasn't all that entertaining. And especially last year when we saw such good breakaway challenges, like, yeah. I think my expectations were really high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was let down. Yeah, bit of a letdown, but maybe they learned from it. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Ending our little skills competition summary on a high note, we got to see Brock Nelson take it versus Kadri in the final of the accuracy shooting challenge. Whoop, whoop. Um, we love an Isles win. Very exciting. Yeah, I think this was both of our favorite challenge yeah i really like accuracy shooting because it's just so impressive to me yeah like how fast they can do it sometimes and like i don't know why they put dry in this event though like he was embarrassing compared to Aww. everyone else it took him 36 seconds to get all four targets Poor which guy. like which like i feel bad that i'm laughing i couldn't do any better but I'm oh all, no i'm also either. not a professional hockey player so <laughs> like yeah but i mean uh, that's always a good one like that's a good good classic good standby i feel like we just got to stick with the classics like yeah i'm a little nervous to see what kind of like toronto themed things they bring next next year yeah i'm not sure how you theme things toronto but that'll be interesting to see i feel like bits shooting timbits into the net (laughs) (laughs) i'd like to see it i think it'd be fun a, like a a dunk challenge into like Tim's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. It'll be. I love it. I feel like I I wouldn't mind like one new event each year, but I feel like they just tried to do too much this year. And yeah, I mean, if they had just stuck with the like s- splash shot thing, yeah, we would have been solid. Yeah, would have been great. 
I'm and, no golf in the all-star game in the future no, guys please no and don't don't break it up so weirdly when you show it just they've never done that before i know, so I don't know what that was about just play the whole event and then move on to yeah. the next one i don't know lots of notes to be taken yeah. from the nhl yeah um the all-star game on saturday was much very better fun <laughs> yeah much better than the skills competition it was very exciting all around um it was like it was broken up it two halves per game in only 10 minute periods so that was kind of nice i'm glad i didn't have to sit there for a yeah, ton for of full long. games um, <laughs> but it was it was good it was really entertaining i i thoroughly enjoyed it it took me so long to get used to the jerseys mm-hmm. and like seeing which player was on each side because the jerseys were just so similar like i don't even know how they told each other apart they i don't That's... think they always did like i think <laughs> i saw that sometimes players would pass it to the wrong person like they, they'd pass it to the other team on accident it's hard because you're like getting used to playing with players that you don't normally play with and yeah. then all of a sudden they're wearing a jersey that looks just like yours like <laughs> i don't know it, yeah but speaking of fits um Ilya sorokin's goalie fit was so hot oh my gosh yeah <laughs> the pads it was it, like the the teal pads with they matched the bottom of the teal bottom oh, of the it jersey so and, like, good. he looked so good but then you see sorrows over here wearing his bright yellow preds pads i don't know who let that happen <laughs> that that might be the, like the clashiest is clashiest a word sure it is now <laughs> clashiest goalie fit in the entire history of the horrible. nhl horrible it looked oh it was so, so bad. bad i mean so, you so couldn't bad. miss him he was bright as a the sun but <laughs> it was like <laughs> oh my gosh i love it too much um, there was a lot of just like general oddities going on in the game. Yeah, I I think either between periods or between games, all the mascots had like confetti cannons, and they all shot them at once. And it was supposed to just stay behind the glass <laughs> and go in the crowd, but it went like over the glass and ended up on the ice. So they had to give like an extra pause to clean up <laughs> the ice. Leave it to the mascots to be creating chaos. <laughs> Damn mascots. Um, and then, like, the goal horn also didn't go off every oh, yeah. time. Like, I feel like sometimes it went off. And I feel like, I, like, low-key feel like it only went off when Matthew Kachuk scored. Because he's a Panther. <laughs> like, like I know that it went off at least once when he scored. But then when other people scored, it wouldn't go off. So, I don't know what was going on there. Strange. <laughs> very, very Strange. At least he didn't get snubbed there. That's true. He yeah. absolutely killed it. Yeah. I think the coolest thing to me about the All-Star game is always that it just gives us the chance to watch players that we wouldn't typically watch. Yeah. Like, I think that's always really fun to see. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I kind of wish that the coaches, like, switched up the line combos a little bit. Like, because there were so many instances where they had actual teammates playing with each other. Like, yeah. there was a line of just straight-up abs. Yeah, that um, seems like kind of defeating the purpose of the all-star game like it's just boring i watch those three play together all the time i don't i want to see i don't want to see them play with somebody new yeah i think it would have been really cool i think that was like a missed opportunity there yeah definitely anyways so i mean our little complaints aside like it was (laughs) yeah it was fun they were good games it was a lot of fun um so in the semis we had pack versus central and then metropolitan versus atlantic 
Um, I don't know what was going on with the Pacific, but they could not score. <laughs> Which, like, doesn't make sense when you have McDavid on the team. Like, are we okay? Are we good? I mean, it's almost like the West Coast isn't, like, the superior hockey spot or something. I don't know. Haley! <laughs> Tone it down, girl. I just like chirping you. It's fun. I know. <laughs> I'm easy to chirp. Um, so Central ended up winning that 6-4, to four, which is like a yeah. pre- pretty high-scoring game. Yeah. Um, but then For what the, it is. Then the Metro and Atlantic showed up. Talk about a high-scoring game. Um, the Atl- Definitely more exciting. <laughs> the Atlantic won 10-6. to six, Um and it was a, such an exciting game. It was tied four different times throughout the game. Um, and with the, those two divisions being so stacked, like, it's really not a surprise. No, not shocking. That it was the more exciting pair of the two. Um, yeah. Seeing, so like, was... a 16-goal game is a little overwhelming, <laughs> though. I'm not going to lie. It's not fun for the goalies. No. No, like, not at all. I feel so bad for them every single year. <laughs> It's, like, got to be a shot to the confidence. I'm sure none of them take it very seriously, but no, letting in no. 10 goals is not... Well, I guess there's multiple goalies, but still, letting in that many goals is is not not the vibe. <laughs> no. Speaking in speaking of letting in a lot of goals, there were so many Hatties, which was really cool to yeah. see. Um, Matthew Kachuk, Dylan Larkin, and Johnny Gaudreau all scored Hatties. Um, love to see Johnny Gaudreau thriving. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Look what happens when you take him out of Ohio. He needs to go somewhere else. <laughs> he's such a good player on such a bad team. Poor guy. It's okay. He's thriving now. He scored a Hattie. We love to see it. Yeah. Um, there were some kind of like players that stood out besides the um, players that scored Hatties. I mean, obviously they stood out. But um, like the Crosby and Ovi combo, having them on the line together was so much fun to watch all weekend long um just in their their breakaway on the line together on the red carpet like it's almost like they kind of had a low-key bromance which i love of them being like arch rivals it was so cute when they like added sergey to the mix because they kind of look like a gay dad couple <laughs> shut up <laughs> it was so cute <laughs> it was cute they're i'm sorry I, it just was too cute not so to say cute. That, I love that. I do. That's great. Speaking of just, like, overall wholesomeness, um, the Kachuk family all, like, they they killed it playing together. Like, yeah. the entire fam was there cheering them on, which was just so adorable. Oh, yeah. It was, like, grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles. They had the whole box. Yeah, they box. had, like, three boxes. <laughs> so, love the Kachuk family playing together. I think that was super cool. Very cute. And then... Um, we kind of mentioned it briefly earlier, but um, Horvat and Pedersen kind of getting their last hurrah, getting to see them play together for the last time. They were like hugging each other on the bench. I think one of Pedersen's goals got disallowed, but they yeah. were like assisting and scoring all night. It was so cute. So, so cute. I'm glad that they had that opportunity to play together one last time. Yeah. I'm not crying. You are. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was cool. And then the final was another really super entertaining game, the Central versus the Atlantic, and neither of them have neither of those divisions has won the All-Star before. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um so the Atlantic ended up taking it 7 to 5. There were like five goals in the last minute of the game, too, which yeah. love a good chaotic end. <laughs> that was so fun. It was like one after the other after the other after the other. Yeah. 
Um, and then kind of toward the end of the game, uh, Pasta stole the puck from Ovi and kind of was like taunting him and laughing at him. And so <laughs> Ovi just like chucked his stick across the ice to try to like stop Pasta from getting away. <laughs> and it was just like, it was really cute and silly and kind of showed their their fun personalities. Those are always like the best parts about the All-Star game, I feel like, because those like player interactions are so fun to watch. Yeah, because in a in a normal hockey game, obviously, yeah, obviously they're, you can't they're stressed. <laughs> they're like, you know, not yeah. having fun. So it's cool to see them having having a lot of fun. And then no surprise, Matthew Kachuk was voted MVP. Um, but I just I still think Sergey should have won it. He should have. You're so right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that's just me. I don't know why a multimillionaire needs a Honda Pilot. You know what? Give the Honda Pilot to Sergey. Call it a day. <laughs> no, I don't like. Okay, I guess the team that wins also wins a million dollars. Like, w- why do they need that? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> they they're are they not making enough money? They're on like eight million dollar contracts. Like they yeah. don't need to split a million dollars with their teammates. <laughs> also, can they like look a little happier to be there if that's what they're getting? Like, right? Like, honestly. They all looked anyway. so miserable the whole weekend. I don't know what was going on. Something something about Florida. I would think you'd be stoked to spend a whole week in Florida. Whole weekend in Florida. Well, after living no. there, I don't I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Maybe I take it back. I don't know. <laughs> they were sad they had to be in the swamp that is the Panthers the Arena. There's a literal swamp behind the Panthers Arena. Is there really? Yeah. Oh yuck. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'd rather have, like, beer with my friends in Mexico. <laughs> like, <laughs> eh, yeah. Yeah. I can um, see why why they'd be bummed. Next year's game is in Toronto, though. So no swamps yeah. there. <laughs> no swamps. It'll be a nice ice, icy tundra in February in Toronto. Yeah. Kind of feel like it'd still be fun to go. Do I want to put myself through the cold just so I can go check out the game there? Kind of. Hey, I I signed up to receive ticket info, so maybe catch our girls at All-Star Weekend next year. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'd be really fun to go in person. I feel like there's a lot more, like, entertainment aspects when you're there. Like, I don't know that I'd... After how it went this year, I don't know that I would spend my entire weekend watching it again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to go to. We'll, We'll think about it. We'll think about it. But podcast trip to toronto <laughs> that would be fun i think we should do that anyway whether or not we, we go too. to all-star just go to toronto wtc meetup yeah. in toronto <laughs> i love toronto you know that <laughs> okay okay there's our little shenanigans little about <laughs> all-star game okay we are bringing back can i ask you a question from last week um so i have the hat this week got my um stanley cup champs hat i love it (laughs) cool hat we're gonna bring three questions okay question number one speaking of stanley cup champions what would you eat out of the stanley cup (laughs) oh i like this one okay you go first mac and cheese mac and cheese yeah like craft mac and cheese or like a specific kind Um, like does the mac and cheese matter here no i like all mac and cheese Craft right. is good. I like, I love a good craft. Um, <laughs> Cracker Barrel's mac and cheese is really good. That would be delicious. I, just I feel, feel like, like you got to go all out with your mac and cheese here. Yeah. It's Stanley Cup. You're right. You're right. 
I don't know, some kind of mac and cheese because I or like fettuccine Alfredo. I just Ooh. feel like I feel like it's the perfect vessel for pasta. Like <laughs> I just it, it screams pasta. Did anybody else have like a mental image of pasta trying to sit in the Stanley Cup? Because I did. <laughs> I that'd be so cute. We'll see. We'll see if our, our prediction is correct. Yeah. And pasta gets to sit in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Okay. Pasta eating pasta out of the Stanley Cup. <gasps> Iconic. Not mad. I'm a let me, so I'm a simple girl. I have the the like culinary taste of a five year old. Uh, that's true. I would just eat like chicken strips and fries. Ooh, <laughs> can't go wrong with chicken strips and fries. From where? Ooh, ooh. Red Robin? <laughs> is that basic? Okay, Red Robin has I feel good like that's really strips. basic. They have really good chicken strips. They never let me down. They are good. Do you guys have rubies there? I don't think you do. No. Yeah. We have rubies here, and I like rubies has really good chicken strips and um fries too. Can't mm. go wrong with rubies. We'll have to I'll, go there. I'll take you. Yeah. When you come. Yeah. That sounds good. Get, cool. get some good chicken strips. So all funny. the sauces though. Like I want ranch, barbecue, buffalo, like all the sauces. Perfect. We're going all out at the Stanley Cup. Yeah, of course. You gotta cool. you gotta have the most if you're eating out of the Stanley Cup. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's pull our second one i like how both of us chose the most basic option i know it's like we could have said like filet mignon or like creme no. brulee we're like no mac and cheese and chicken strips <laughs> <laughs> okay our next question uh which hockey team is the most forgettable oh uh, well we already know my answer to this one because i rag on them every single week are they forgettable if you talk about them all the time they should be forgettable. <laughs> that wasn't the question, though. I think the Senators, I, I kind of forget mm, they exist. Okay. I feel like I forget that the Jets exist a lot. Oh, yeah. And then I'm reminded of them, like, during All-Star Weekend. I'm like, oh, yeah, Connor Hellebuck's pretty pretty good goalie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forget about the Jets. <laughs> oh, look, Josh Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Very forgettable. That's all I have to say about that. Fair. Okay, last question. All right, it's going to be a good one. I can feel it. <laughs> okay. Oh, the maniacal laugh. No, it's just a fun question. I like this one. Which non-goalie player on your team would make the best goalie? Oh, God. I know my answer immediately. Okay, you go first because I need a Wilson. moment. <laughs> like, okay. He's, a, he's like a big dude. He's like jacked. He's knows how to defend things he defends his players all the time (laughs) by fighting love it he we know he can move fast and i just feel like out of all the caps like i don't know he just screams goalie to me compared to everybody else should i pick one from each team that is up to you okay um (laughs) i'm gonna sound like such a douche but I feel like it'd just be really fun to, like, see, like, pucks fired at Josh Bailey since we're making fun of him. Whoa. Okay. Shots fired. I'm just saying. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, I'll pick from the Ducks. I think that it'd be really fun to see um, Mason McTavish as a goalie. Oh, yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. I feel like he'd be pretty solid. I think so, too. He's skilled. He could play goalie. I feel like you also have to be a little chaotic and crazy to be a goalie. Yeah. He fits the bill. Definitely does. 
public apology to Josh Bailey for throwing him under the bus. Yeah, you're really <laughs> going entire on him today. Oh my. Okay. There's our questions. We'd love to hear your answers to our questions yeah. of the week. DM us, tweet us, whatever. We like to hear from you. We say it every week. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our three stars of the week, which are going to be pretty easy breezy cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, our third star of the week is Sebastian Ajo, who had um, six straight games with a goal in each. Nice. And there's only two players in Hurricanes history to ever have a longer goal streak. So good for Sebastian Ajo. He's a really good player. Like, yeah, he's very, very talented. Um, Our second star of the week is uh, Sergei Ovechkin. Do we even need to explain? (laughs) He's a superstar. Our uh, number one star of the week is Sarah Nurse. Once again, do we need to explain? (laughs) She's also a superstar. Okay. She's also a superstar. Yeah, done with our there three, we go, stars. three stars of the week. <laughs> that was easy. Um, if you guys want to hear why, you can come into our DMs and talk to us, and we will happily, happily, happily talk about Sergey and Sarah Nurse <laughs> as much as you guys would like to. Yeah, or you could just rewind. Yeah, and rewind to the beginning of this episode. Listen where we... to any episode that we've talked about Sarah Nurse in, <laughs> which is every which episode. is every episode. <laughs> It's time to say, Sarah Nurse, come on the podcast. We almost made it through an entire episode without <laughs> saying that. Can we get Sergey on, too? Oh, yes. Absolutely. That would be a fun time. I don't know if he speaks enough English, but it oh, would okay. be fun. Okay, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> I'd learn Russian just to have a chat with him. Yeah, just some simple, simple phrases. Yeah, we could talk. <laughs> Sergey Ovechkin, come on the podcast. <laughs> We'll okay. get Sergey and Sarah in the same episode. <gasps> that would be iconic. It would. Okay. So <laughs> let's move on. To, Good a, idea. Away from our silliness to um, <laughs> a little new segment that we're introducing just for February. Um, February is Black History Month. And so each week this month, we will highlight a black player who has had or who is currently having a great impact on hockey. Um, so this week we're going to start with Willie O'Ree, um, who is an awesome guy. He has lots of things to talk about. Um, he played for the Boston Bruins, um, and that was his only NHL team, but he played for a lot of minor teams. He played for the Quebec Aces, the New Haven Nighthawks, the Los Angeles Blades, and the San Diego Goals. Yeah, he was actually the first black player in the NHL. He only played for one season, like Haley just said, and he had a pretty turbulent experience while doing so. Um, He faced a ton of racism from players, fans, the league, all of the above. Um, In fact, when he was traded to the Canadians, he wasn't even invited to try out, and he was just sent straight back to the minors. Um, But he's just such an important trailblazer for the NHL in general. He set the stage for so many black players to play after him, which we think is incredible. Yeah. One quote that we thought would be notable to share is that he said fans would yell, go back to the South, and how come you're not picking cotton? Um, Things like that. It didn't bother me. I just wanted to be a hockey player. And if they couldn't accept the fact, that fact, it was their problem, not mine. (laughs) Pop off. Wow. That's that's so powerful. Yeah. Like, you know that you truly love the game and truly want to make an impact on it when you're willing to be taunted like that and to stand up 
to these racist remarks and continue to play like it's just super he's stronger than i think i'll ever be oh same like that's incredible and you have to be that's that's the crazy thing yeah and even even still like it's so sad that like he played in 1961 was when he was in the nhl Mm -hmm. and obviously it's not the same today but like players are still facing racism yeah yeah but anyway we could go off on that for a while that could be an entire (laughs) topic for an entirely Um, different podcast but so he was actually a a pretty good player he did really well in the minors um in his nhl career however in his one season he had four goals and 10 assists um and then he was inducted into the hockey hall of fame in 2018 he won two titles in the whl and he had a season high of 38 goals which is wow pretty good um yeah. and he played it in the minors until he was 43 Holy. Which is really old <laughs> for a hockey player. Yeah. Um, and then his number is retired and it hangs in the San Diego Goals Arena, which is really cool. Super cool to see. Yeah. He he tends to go to games every once in a while. Too, oh, he's is really cool. He's old. <laughs> so good for him for getting out of the house. I think he's like 87 or 88. So like good for wow. him. Still going Love to games. To I guess when you you play until you're 43, you're probably yeah. in pretty good shape in your old yeah. age. <laughs> In terms of um, other things to note off the ice, since 1998, he's um, also been the NHL's diversity ambassador, um, which means that he's been promoting inclusion, dedication, and confidence at schools across North America, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, He also received the Order of Canada in 2008 and the Congressional Gold Medal in 2022, Um, and he was the first NHL player to receive that honor nice he's a a great guy he's still making such big impacts on hockey all these years later which is so important yeah so so important and we love to see it yeah so good for him that's our black history spotlight of the week we will continue highlighting them for the next three episodes um and that about wraps it up for this episode of what the chill so uh like always Follow us at What the Chell Pod <laughs> everywhere. We finally posted a TikTok. We did. We did the it. Time people. has come. <laughs> Go check it out. Go check it out. Follow us. On- I also learned how to use Reels. Hey, millennials you think try that a to social make media content. manager would have known how to do that, but um, <laughs> I would think. Um, Go check it out. Give me some love. Yeah. So follow. It us- took a lot longer than I'd like to admit. <laughs> Sorry, I keep cutting you off. You're but- okay. You're okay. Hit us with that social plug. Follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at WhatTheChillPod. And subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. And as always, we are going to ask you to leave us five stars. Leave us a review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please write those reviews out. We love them so much. And they help boost us in the algorithm. Absolutely. And, um... If you have any questions for us to answer on can I ask you a question in the future, feel free to send them our way. We'd love to see them and answer them on a future episode. Yeah, please do. They're a lot of fun. All right. All right. There we go. We will talk at you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.